Hello, and welcome to the Pisces Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Amber Chaplin, who is feeling Mercury retrograde already. We came in with a bang for me. So one of the topics we're going to be talking about this week is our Mercury retrograde in Libra and uh, slash Virgo from the 23rd to the 2nd. Um, it'll be in Virgo, and it's in Libra September 9th to 23rd. And yeah, I thought I had set, an, we had a midwife appointment um, this morning, and I thought I had set the alarm after the last feed to wake us up in time to make this appointment. And our midwives are like 45 minutes away. So you have to leave on time. And yeah, I did not set the alarm. We woke up five minutes before we had to go, which with a newborn, like that just isn't a thing. Um <laughs> there's diaper changes and my breasts were leaking milk everywhere and I soaked her outfit. So then we had to change her. I didn't have time to feed her. Um, (laughs) And like, it was just a complete mad dash and we were late and all these things. And I was like, oh, that's so unlike me to not have an alarm set. Like when it comes to doctor's appointments and things like that, like I'm very on time. Anyone who knows me, like personally, when we set coffee dates or whatever, you're right now sitting there going, you're always fucking late, Amber, (laughs) which I am usually five minutes late, I would say five to 10 minutes late, Um, but not for doctor's appointments, (laughs) I guess is the thing. Anyways, Mercury retrograde, I realized I was like, oh, of course, I I'm, I need to start double checking things. And so we're going to be talking about Mercury retrograde, obviously, today. We're also going to talk a bit about the full moon in Pisces that we had last night. What a glorious, I like hope that you guys had a chance to look up and appreciate how absolutely stunning the moon was last night. I think the moon loves being in the sign of Pisces. Um, I just think they naturally go together very, very well. Um And usually I do release episodes on Thursday. So I was planning to have this episode recorded and out yesterday. Um, That's not what happened. We have a newborn, (laughs) but I'm getting it out as, as soon as I can for you. So thank you so much for your patience. I have no real announcements before we get started. Like uh, (laughs) it's been all about the baby, which has been, very challenging in some ways and like it because she's just colicky and um it just sucks to see her kind of in discomfort all the time because she's like super gassy and it makes her very uncomfortable so that's like torture (laughs) but she's just such also a little angel and such a delight and like we're so in love so it's a really neat time to be in (laughs) what a time to be alive it actually is my due date tomorrow, September 10th was when Astrid was originally due. And um, that's kind of funny, like reaching that milestone tomorrow already of having had her at that point for a month. Yes, a month, four weeks. So (laughs) that's kind of surreal. Um, It's also the weekend of a festival. I, or I don't know if festival is the right word. I'm not sure. Retreat is probably the correct word um, called Anna Hada's Purpose that I so wanted to go to this year. It was 100% like my intention. It was on my goals list for the year, which I made on New Year's Day. And I found out like a week later I was pregnant. So a lot of those goals changed as they were meant to. And I wouldn't change anything, obviously, like 
life is amazing. Um, but just shout out, I know there's lots of clients of mine um, and friends of mine that are there. And I just, I'm there in spirit. Like I'm, I'm literally thinking of you all being together. And um, I so wish I was there as well. And I'm 100% going to be there next year. I send you all of my love and I hope it's just been a wonderful retreat so far. So let's dive into this full moon in Pisces. Now, the last two full moons that we've had, um, they've kind of been like somewhat more astrologically, emotionally dry. One was in, you know, kind of emotionally avoidant Capricorn. And the other was in kind of what I call like the awkward kind of Aquarius emotional space, which is not to say they're bad emotional spaces, but they're more of an unnatural not unnatural. That's not a nice word to use. I don't think. Uh, hmm. Uh, they're they're just more dry. Like they're they're more dry emotionally. Um, not to say they're not emotional. Just yeah, not. It's like putting fire in water, if it makes any sense. So both also, if you look at traditional astrology, Capricorn and Aquarius are actually both ruled by the planet Saturn, which is like a very serious, serious planet. So definitely like a more serious emotional tone. And so this full moon in Pisces feels to me like super refreshing. Um, Like I said, the moon is it's really natural for her to be here. Like, yes, the moon rules the sign of cancer, but Pisces is water, like it is the wateriest water sign. And the reason I say that is behind it cuts right actually to like the symbolism of each water sign. So we look at cancer. Well, cancer is the crab. Scorpio is the scorpion. So right away, we can notice that both of these signs have means to protect their vulnerabilities and sensitivities. Like the crab has the shell and the claws and the Scorpio has the stinger. Well, Pisces is represented by the fish. The fish has no protection no fixed nature, no cardinal nature, everything's exposed, it's incredibly mutable and incredibly fluid. Um, And so it doesn't mean that I'm not saying it's better than Cancer or or Scorpio at all. I'm just saying it. I mean, it's the true essence of water. And water is, of course, um, connected to emotion. So this full moon just felt really emotion, like full of emotion. It felt very, (laughs) sounds kind of cliche, this full moon felt very full. But like it did. Um, (laughs) It felt incredibly watery. I cried the past three days, like every day. (laughs) And I'm not crying as much anymore, because I'm not pregnant. Um, But definitely emotions were high. Um, Had a like, a lot of emotional conversations with my partner that were really good and like, poured a lot of stuff out. And I just felt that Pisces full moon energy, like making it very easy, like natural, easy to do. Now, that being said, there was some, some Mars action with this full moon in uh, Pisces. So Mars, the planet of action was kind of activated under this full moon. So it may have been like, there may have been triggers around more sensitive emotions, or maybe, of course, maybe we're like a little erratic in our reactions to these maybe we're a little hasty we're a little bit accident prone too quick to decide i feel that last one i feel like i made a lot of quick assumptions and a lot of quick decisions um that after i calmed down and looked back i was like oh wow like that was very 
immediate, like my reaction and, and, and very Mars-ish. Um, so you want to remember under this influence, kind of remember to listen and find your stillness, uh, as opposed to immediately getting fired up. And of course, we're in Virgo season, which is really about precision. Virgo is the opposite sign to Pisces. They're both incredibly spiritual signs, but Pisces is incredibly abstract. Virgo is incredibly um, precise. So we're in this sun season of, you know, we're getting back onto certain schedules. Maybe we're you know, tidying up our lives, getting things organized, trying to focus on what we need to do, um, and maybe leaving emotions a little bit out of it, whereas Pisces kind of splashes in here, um, with this full moon being a little bit messy and mystical and like, uh, you know, very different energy to this, this Virgo sun energy and being like, hey, 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 give me a bit of time. So I kind of think it of this was a full moon that, made some time for mess, made some time for <laughs> sloppy emotions. And if you didn't make the time, it may have made you emotional enough that you didn't have a choice. <laughs> so I just want to finish talking about the Pisces full moon. So I want to talk, uh, save a lot of time for Mercury retrograde. And I only have a certain window of time here before I got to go feed the baby. <laughs> so yeah, acknowledge what came up for you under this Pisces full moon, even if it was messy and your like first instinct was to really look away and be like, oh my God, no, like we're not thinking about that or we're not talking about that or can't even go there. Just take note of what did come up because it came up because it needed to, even if it came up kind of uh, not in a way you wanted it to or however messy it, it came up, just pay attention. Now, as of today, we are officially in our Mercury retrograde in Libra. We've been in the pre-shadow for the past two weeks, so you may have started to feel some of these energies coming up, but now it's actually stationed uh, retrograde. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I friggin' felt it um, right away. And I think it started in this big way because as of today, um, Mercury is actually opposite Jupiter in the sky. And Jupiter does things largely in an exaggerated way. He is the big friendly giant. So he's well-meaning, but he's definitely not known for small or subtle statements. Like Jupiter is the loudest voice in the room. So if you're going to make some mistakes <laughs> in the beginning of this retrograde, we are likely to make them in kind of true Jupiter fashion, maybe loudly, maybe um Una like unable to ignore making a statement. And maybe we do it fabulously. Maybe we do it in, in, an, in an atrocious, bo atrocious, bombastic way. We will see. So definitely, I would say move forward with the, with the reminder to have a good sense of humor. Now, there is a lot of anxiety or stress um, for some people that can kind of flare up around the word retrograde. Um, so yeah, some retrogrades can be more difficult than others. It depends on the planet, the sign that it's in, and the aspects that it's making, like the astrological weather as a whole. So while you might be like, yeah, we have like three, four retrogrades, Mercury retrogrades a year, what is the big deal? While they're all Mercury retrogrades, they can all be quite different, okay? Um, different themes, different things happening. So it is uh, definitely worth the time to uh, just see, <laughs> be aware of the weather, because 
you want to dress for the weather, right? Like I always say checking the astrological weather is kind of like checking the weather for outside. It's the same thing. Like if you are going out in the winter, you're going to make sure like you have mitts, a hat, a coat, like the more appropriately dressed you are for the weather, the nicer time you're going to have because you're aware of what you need to bring. And it's the same with astrological weather. Um, It's energy, it's vibes, it's pulls and pushes and, you know, tension and release. And so knowing kind of what's going on month to month makes you more self-aware of like how to deal with it, right? And with Mercury in retrograde, the first and foremost thing, like it's not anything to be afraid of, you know, like what I say to people is just be more aware of thoughts, like your thoughts, thought process, and communication. And the real like the reason for that is Mercury is the planet of communication. It's the uh, planet of our our mind. And so during a Mercury retrograde, like, yeah, of course, it's a good idea to obviously double check you set your alarm. (laughs) Um, Like I did not do this morning and, and make sure you're texting the right person and blah, 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 blah. But a big part of it is really just like monitoring yourself and making sure that are like, am I communicating effectively, not just with others, but also with myself? Is my mind working in a rational way? Is there, or is maybe there's something I re- like re- need to reevaluate about my communication or my thought process? That is very Mercury retrograde. Now, the first half of this retrograde is in our cardinal air sign of Libra. So that's from today, September 9th to the 23rd of this month. And then it moves into our mutable earth sign of Virgo on the 23rd of September until October 2nd. And then we'll be in the post shadow um, for two weeks after that. So Libra is a sign that is very associated with relationships. It is ruled by the planet Venus. And Libra is symbolized by the scales, right? So we know immediately like keywords that jump to mind with Libra is justice, equality, balance, harmony, um, all of those things. Now, I always like to think or not like to think like, I'll be honest, like I one thing I've noticed about, I'll say Libra sun signs, um, and this isn't a dig or an insult or anything like that, but a lot of Libra suns I know are actually very imbalanced, but they're always striving to find this balance, um, which is something interesting to think about in terms of Libra highlights balance, but it also then highlights things that are not in balance, things that are not coordinated, that are not aesthetically pleasing, like they come up, they're noticed. And with Mercury in retrograde in this sign, I feel like it's going to be exposing imbalances with people who are using our time and energy. So people that we are in exchanges with, people we are in you know, relationships where there is an exchange of time, energy, affection, whatever. Um, so things that maybe you didn't see before, they might really come up and Yes, I like retrogrades are a wonderful time for reevaluation. I don't necessarily cheerlead the idea of run out immediately on those evaluations and make the changes. I always like to kind of advise if you can, okay, like 
it's not bad to make a decision during Mercury retrograde. Like I want to, I want to like state that it's perfectly okay. Um, you just want to take extra precaution is all. So, you know, it's just making evaluations and then maybe revisiting them in a week and seeing how you feel and making very conscientious decisions. That's going to be what you want to strive towards here. So you may go through some hardships around your relationships, miscommunication, maybe giving each other space to breathe is the best thing for a few days so that you can make these reevaluations. Um, by yourself without noise from other people. And it's important to remember too, like a break doesn't always equal a breakup. Sometimes we have to take time apart um, to get a clearer picture of what's ahead. Now with this opposition to Jupiter, you do want to kind of tread extra carefully or extra lightly because there is going to be this potential, this um, tension to become bombastic or to be blow things out of proportion. So you just want to be aware, like, is my reaction appropriate? Um, you know, or maybe do I need to take a step back, take take a little walk? I had to take a little walk yesterday. I, I found myself snapping so easily and just kind of wondering like why I was like, why am I reacting this way? And, you know, taking, removing myself for five minutes and then being like, okay, like, wow, <laughs> you know, so a good time to just be aware of that. Um, on the 23rd, uh, the last day that Mercury is in Libra, both the sun and Mercury will connect in Libra. So there's going to be like huge Libra-esque, um, Libra-like highlights that happen, um, like through the themes of Libra, there may be heightened wisdom, clarity, and understanding. So this it was probably my favorite point during this Mercury retrograde because it's a nice moving forward energy. It's a good time. It's the middle of the retrograde. If you were to mark down you know, anything during this retrograde to revisit, go, okay, at the end of the retrograde, I want to think about this or whatever, this would be a great day to do it. So yes, first half of this retrograde relationships are going to be the focus, but uh, they're not going to be the main role in the second half. Um, once Mercury is in Virgo, and then actually hooks up with Venus in Virgo, um, it's going to encourage honest discussions within our relationships. So this is like re trying to reach some harmony through dialogue, delivering things with tact and grace. Um, so taking stock, Mercury is analytical. So it can be going, okay, I've mulled over this and now I'm taking stock and then I'm going to, you know, reach a decision or I'm going to move forward. Virgo can also be a little bit anxious, okay? Um, in its energy, Virgo is ruled by Mercury. It's incredibly swift. So you do want to make sure when you're taking stock, because um, Virgo is very tit for tat, right? It takes checks and balances. So that you're not maybe getting too anxious around it, needing to deal with it, maybe get being too petty or letting something just, you don't want to fight battles you don't want to fight. You want to like, just remember fighting a wave is a fool's errand. Okay, there's no point to it. You're just wasting your energy. Um, and that's really what to focus on with Mercury and Virgo, because sometimes Virgo can be quite competitive, or there's this need to be correct, this need to be right um, with information. And while you might be feeling that you want to act on that, 
try to check yourself and be super conscientious until the end of this retrograde because we also have Mars in the Mercury ruled sign of Gemini that's happening right now. So Mars adds an edge to any and all communications. And Mars and Gemini loves to dish out prettily wrapped fighting words. Okay, so just (laughs) try to resist this energy because it will be I mean, it's a quite a wobbly combination, uh, kind of in short, because both Mars and Mercury at this point are in kind of more challenging um, situations. So there's going to be some frustration, just take your notes. And then after the retrograde, decide how you want to move forward, how you want to um, carry on. And there's also like, an opposition to Neptune that's happening through this retrograde that can, Neptune's very watery, it it rules the sign of Pisces. So it can make things seem a lot messier, perhaps than they actually are. So moving through this, just be extra thoughtful and patient when friction occurs. Is it something worth saying out loud? Or maybe should you just say it to yourself for now and revisit it? Um, Try to focus, for example, on long term solutions as much as you can. When we're in the heat of the moment, and we're worked up, very rarely is our mind on our future well being. So remember that. So pause, rest, take deep breaths, if you're in doubt or frustration, and just kind of expect delays. Like, you know, schedule extra time for everything. And then when things go smoothly, like smoothly, you'll have some extra wiggle room that you can, you know, scroll on your phone or call someone or whatever. Have that good sense of humor. <laughs> like there may be some very obvious mistakes that are frustrating. Uh, just, you know, use the reflection as a way to streamline your life and kind of update your internal and external sim- uh, systems. and then like you will survive. (laughs) We will be okay. And that's all I had prepared for today, just because it it has been a um, busy week. So if you have any questions or any thoughts about this Mercury retrograde, please head on over to Instagram, um, either to the Pisces Perspective Podcast, or Amber Energy Services, um, and comment and let me know like, how is it manifesting for you or shoot me an email. All my uh, contact information is in the show notes. I am temporarily closed for consultations at this time. However, if you do want to get on the wait list, which I do recommend that you do, um, as it is uh, growing and growing, uh, send me an email to reserve your spot and you'll get one of um, the first available appointments. And I am open for gift cards. So if you are looking to buy a gift card, um, you can absolutely purchase those at this time. And just remember, in the midst of particularly trying lessons or growing experiences, you have to hang in there like your life depends on it. When We go through really challenging or big stuff. Very often we are required to get to the point where our faith is the only thing that we really have left because we've gone so far out to the edge that anything that we find familiar or safe or even rational before isn't even a blip in our rearview mirror. So it's kind of like surfing, I guess, in a way. You want to focus on your faith and surrender to the cosmic rock tumbler because you are the only other option or like you don't have any other option, I should say. 
aside from freaking out and crashing. And so when Mercury retrogrades rattling you around, just remember that. If there is anything you would like me to cover on the podcast, please send me an email and let me know. I absolutely want to talk about what you want to hear about. So yeah. And again, as always, all my love, thank you so much for your support and for listening. If you do feel called to leave a five-star review or um, rating, Thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart. If you don't, don't worry about it. And I hope you have a wonderful week. We'll talk next week. Take care.